All right. Well, howdy, y'all. Welcome back to the D program. This is our last episode ever. Uh, we're ending. We're ending the show right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jk, Jk. We'll be we'll be here for for many years to come. Uh, God willing, Nicholas Cage willing. <laughs> no, no way, man. I, it was it was hard enough for me to work with a fucking Muslim, but I oh, had Jesus to work Christ. with a fucking <laughs> American. Okay, that that is too much. It's a hard uh, it's a hard pill for me to swallow too. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You All right, even more. Oh my fucking god! <laughs> I'm doing my best to make this the last fucking episode. Okay. Yeah, you sure are. We're gonna get canceled. We're gonna get pulled for hate speech against Americans. <laughs> yeah. it, it helps. It helps that JT has an absolute fucking wagon. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Exactly right. I'm not talking about that Volvo. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that is actually a great promise we should give them for 2024. More homoeroticism, okay? Yeah. Much, much more. We haven't been horny <laughs> enough this year, I feel like. We can deliver that before JT can actually deliver said Volvo. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I I just, I, I heard from the dude. He's like, he sent some pictures of the, the transmissions in now, the engines in. They're all bolted together. Oh, fantastic. Suspensions yeah, yeah, yeah. on. All this left that story to someone else. He said, Heard he, said a couple a weeks. he said a couple weeks. He said a couple weeks. Yeah, you're right. I'm all right. Fucking anyway, anyway, hi everybody. Welcome back to the show. It has been one hell of a year uh, in all of our respective countries and around the world. We've got a lot of events to to cover with you all as we take a quick little stroll down memory lane and look at what the year of our Lord 2023 had to offer. So, boys. Where should we start? Where would you like to begin with this <laughs> cursed year that was 2023? Mm. Well, let, let's begin with uh, the Hakeem Tired Meter. How about that? Yes. <laughs> no, place your bets. <laughs> is Hakeem Tired? <laughs> oh, yes. I'm fucking tired. Yes. Yeah, it is. You're right. You're very right. Um, let's begin with the arguably the most um, historically relevant yeah. or uh, the, the big thing that's actually going to carry over into uh, the next year and then a couple of years uh, will have reverberating effects over the general geopolitical situation mm. of the decade, which is the, I don't know if you'd call it a crisis in Palestine. It depends on if you're looking just at the humanitarian uh, situation, but arguably it's also is the crisis for Israel <laughs> because yeah. of uh, what had happened. For whoever's listening to this in like 2027, first of all, hi, at us if you are. Um, why are you listening this far back? And how are we doing? Um, inshallah will. But, uh, sure is a shame you got McDied in 2026. I am taking you with me, motherfucker. Uh, uh, I have the gram in the program, okay? It's going to be yeah, the prom. Right. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Why do you say the ground? I want to make a joke about you doing drugs. <laughs> I, I, I was literally serving it to you on a platter yeah, just so I would serve your fucking oh. coke, okay? Yeah, oh. All right, anyways, um, for those who, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, on October 7th of 2023, various factions of Palestinian resistance uh, launched a attack outside of the borders of Gaza, which at the time, uh, hopefully it is no longer in this particular future, mm. but currently at the time is the largest open-air concentration camp on Earth. Um, where the legal settler colonial military occupation controls everything going in and out. Uh, they basically have AI-generated maps of uh, sectors that they can 
bomb and exact details of how many civilians it would kill. Um, they have even counted down to calories per person, um, and they limit uh, supplies going into it to prevent people from eating at a caloric sur- surplus. It's that fucked up. Yeah. Um, amongst many, many other things. You can't build anything. You can't repair anything. Um, you can't go in or out of the, uh, the the area without explicit permission of, uh, you know, and yeah. Uh, Sniping people in occupied. hospitals, running over people in tents with bulldozers. It's <laughs> the, literally the worst possible thing you can imagine is happening yeah, right now. Exactly right. Uh, regardless, um, a- after this um, massive security failure of the illegal settler colonial entity, there was a massive reaction uh, at, at the time, which is currently ongoing, uh, which took the form of heavy military bombardment and then subsequently invasion of the Gaza Strip, which uh, so far has resulted in the deaths of 20,000 people, the vast majority of these being women and children. 70%, yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's not right. like 52. Um, it's fucking 70. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Clear uh, clear signs of, of uh, what's it called? Uh, dedicated ethnic cleansing, genocidal Absolutely. statements um, with proven intent to, to genocide uh, and ethnically cleanse uh, the Palestinian population. And this uh, isn't, oh, high... oh, communist Muslim protecting his <laughs> UN. Okay, the fucking yeah. UN. We talk shit about the UN all the time. The UN, who is always so fucking conservative with this shit, has confirmed yeah. absolutely all of yeah. these definitions for this particular fucking massacre every uh, amnesty international has come out the uh, un has come out world health organization for fuck's sake yeah, has come bro. Out. and then and then you have the, 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 the like uh, random israeli accounts on twitter calling them a hamas wing or something yeah, jesus like, christ get a fucking grip uh, but anyways let's not focus on that uh, on on the humanitarian cost even though it is incredibly dear the uh, socio um, economic and uh, geopolitical results of this action have been mind-bending. This is something that has never happened before. Um, let's just enumerate a few. The first thing was that, uh, the first thing that occurred was the stopping of the Abrams Accords, which was a general plan to normalize between Israel and all the various nations around it, particularly Saudi Arabia and a bunch of other ones which are less significant. Saudi Arabia is the biggest one. Uh, and this stopped this dead in its tracks, which was a huge victory for the Palestinian uh, cause. Secondarily, uh, and more importantly, the uh, idea of, you know, the IDF's military invisibility and all that nonsense has been completely shattered. Um, currently in their invasion of uh, Gaza, um, the IDF is getting their shit kicked in. Uh, Absolutely completely. bodied. Um, Ridiculous. Yeah, for a, a, and it's not, but this is not a peer nation with an air force and like, you know, standard logistics. These are people who were, you know, like uh, besieged, who have essentially very little resources to carry out resistance, but they're carrying out one regardless. Even recently, I believe the, the past couple of weeks, it was like, what, eight, eight to uh, six to eight IDF dead uh, each day, roughly. Uh, now we're going into 10 to 12 mm-hmm. uh, territory. These are unsustainable losses for a very small nation. Uh, otherwise, not um, to mention all the Israel armor, is, like all the tanks and yeah. stuff that are getting wrecked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly right. Yeah, Israel is ho- heavily over reliant on basically uh, trying to have a technological edge. So the best of American minds basically producing um, uh, fighter jets and tanks and whatever else uh, feeding the uh, Israeli military machine. And uh, their over reliance on technology causes them to be incredibly weak and ineffectual fighters and themselves, particularly infantry. Um, aside from the fact that the vast majority of them are cowards who have only ever acted as glorified policemen harassing old ladies and uh, arresting children um, but then when they go and actually meet any sort of real resistance these people don't want to the vast majority of these people also also uh, reservists within the um, uh, IDF these people are not 
properly military trained for this kind of combat, and the vast majority of them don't want to be there. They don't have an ideological belief in this. The only reason they even enter is because they believe they have overwhelming technological superiority, but it's clearly not helping them. Um, so the losses, just in manpower-wise, are extensive. But much more importantly is the economic damage. It's costing Israel hundreds of millions every single day just to keep this war going. They have seen a massive scaling down of their uh, economic standing just in general because number one it has been proven that the country is a security risk uh, so investing in it is a silly idea and uh, any anybody who has any business in there who is insured their insurance premiums have just doubled tripled quadrupled went up a fucking thousand percent because why do you have business in this country mm-hmm. it's clearly on on uh, it's not it's not safe to have it right there things like this um their loss of armor and a bunch of other stuff like that like for each tank is like five million dollars at the minimum um and they're getting like I don't know if you guys keep up with the videos, but every single day yeah, there's a new video so coming many. out and there's like six <laughs> six hits, <laughs> like confirmed, <laughs> right? Not every, each single one of them uh, destroys the tank, but either renders it um, uh, immobile or heavily damages it. These are all things that require yeah, it's lots a of money to correct Absolutely. and fix. Yeah, it's still, still a casualty. Plus, you have to get it out of there, for God's sake. And mm-hmm. to get it out of there, give, it makes the people who are taking it out very vulnerable for attack, etc., etc., incredibly expensive. Furthermore, uh, there is massive economic decline because all these reservists were working real jobs before, and now they're taking out of that employment. Um, another thing is that uh, settlers uh, and uh, various populations have been uh, moved towards the interior of the country from the borders, from the northern border, for example, away from uh, Gaza as well. And these people all used to work jobs, had uh, employment, farms, etc. They are now economically unproductive. Not only are they economically unproductive, but the Israeli government has to pay for their hotels and food and everything else uh, when they're, you know, displaced, internally displaced. Um, so that's incredibly expensive for the Israeli government too. Um, settlers have also uh, fled the country. There's hundreds of thousands that have uh, flew flown out of Israel and went back to wherever countries that they have dual, dual citizenship in, most of them being Americans. Uh, and there's a common belief now that a lot of these people will not be coming back mm-hmm. because of just how destructive this was uh, to their lives. Uh, much more importantly than all this is also the pariah state status of Israel. Inshallah, by the time that whoever is listening to this in the far future, um, this will be way clearer to you. But currently, um, various countries have cut diplomatic relations or threatened to at least. Many countries have started to outright call for you know, a ceasefire. Israel has went way overboard with the, the things that they've uh, committed in, in, in their military operations. Some people are even claiming and using terms like, oh, this is um, ethnic cleansing um the conversation around a a palestinian state is alive again when it's been dead for like 20 years this is all like just as a result of the war much more importantly uh on the home front though is a complete collapse of the political organization of the israeli state um they are incredibly uh, turned inwards and against each other about what should be done there is a lot of blood uh like calling for blood um something like 83 percent of the israeli population thinks that the amount of violence used in in uh, gaza is either proportionate or deserves to increase it should mm-hmm. be even more uh, which reflects a very sick, thoroughly sick society. More, more importantly, though, is that uh, Netanyahu's government, which, by the way, what, what's his Polish last name? Oh, <laughs> Trying yeah. to indigenize this nonsense. <laughs> Zetsky, Hold also. on. Yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, yeah, he has an incredibly Polish, you know, like uh, Krakowski-ass-sounding <laughs> name. It's an, Anyways... So this his he he's a done deal politically he's falling in the flames and everybody doesn't want to touch him with a fucking twenty foot pole because they know that if they join with him then he's gonna he's going down so they're gonna go down with him number one number two the various factions of the government that are even more extreme than him are threatening to basically get rid of him because he's not going far enough 
right? So it's a, on all, all sides, there's a differing opinions, some horrible, some slightly better, but all still nonetheless garbage. Yeah. There are massive protests in Israel because the hostage status, uh, the hostages that were taken by, by the Palestinian forces or the resistance, none of them have been found or, or saved, quote unquote. In fact, the three of them that did manage to kind of get out and escape were shot by the IDF. Mm. So it's a, it's a huge mess. But the political and geostrategic uh, and geopolitical reverberations of this uh, will uh, really shape the region and also like uh, this, you know, human rights discourse and democracy discourse, this shit that the Europeans and the Americans hold over the heads of other countries yeah. as if they have some monopoly over it. All this is fucking dead. Uh, totally. and, and, and In the yeah. water. Yeah. Exactly right. So it's a very, very interesting development that we're seeing. Uh, who knows where we'll go? Most likely um, Israel will, will run out of steam soon because the mounting political pressure is getting way too high. Uh, each week that goes by, it's like you cannot be killing people indiscriminately like this without the international community eventually coming and doing something. And they've already been given a thousand slack, slacks, slack, you know what I'm trying to say? A lot of slack is my point (laughs) in what what they've been allowed to to get away with because they have the covering of the United States, uh, which vetoed the the ceasefire um, directive in in the UN, uh, which would have immediately put into place a humanitarian uh, ceasefire, humanitarian, uh, a ceasefire to stop the uh, fighting and try to get people to diplomacy and whatnot. But yeah. the United States stopped that, and they're the ones who are running defense for, for this uh, illegal colonial occupation. It will be dead uh, and replaced by a egalitarian and um, uh, democratic nation with equal rights for all Jewish, Palestinian, and everybody else in between. Um, if it doesn't happen a year or five or ten, it's going to happen 25 or 30 or 100, but it will eventually happen. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's my, my, my general overview of the Palestinian events. Hello, dear listener. Editor JT here. This has been a little sneak peek of one of our monthly exclusive Patreon episodes. If you want to hear the rest, support the show, get episodes a week early, and lots of other benefits like access to our Discord, check out our Patreon at patreon.com slash thedeprogram.